You are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Buttered Toast by Suffix Zero on AO3. He greets her with a smile on a friendly morning. Elliot can't help it. Olivia saunters out of his bedroom, not unlike she did over a year ago, when there was a cut on his head and his mother called her his partner. Except this time, she's in a simple t-shirt and a pair of his sweatpants that she is drowning in. The drawstrings are tied in a tight bow to keep them on her waist. She's made them her own. Her head throbs behind her eyes, but she manages to toss him a meek smile in return, asking, Do you have any aspirin? He pauses his task at hand, buttering toast, and walks around the corner of the counter, fiddling his hands into the nearest drawer. I have an Advil, he offers, and... Reaching into the fridge, he pulls out a slender carton, displaying it as he turns towards her. Coconut water. It's my mom's. It'll do the trick. She gladly accepts them, popping the pills into her mouth and swishing them down with the tropical drink. The fruity taste is nice, much better than the glass of tap water he must have put on the side table sometime between her knocking out last night and waking up this morning. Want some toast? Elliot doesn't stop moving. He can hardly look at her. But she nods and hums her response, needing something in her stomach to combat last night's activities. I'm surprised you have carbs here, she teases. The weight bench in the garden almost had me expecting a protein shake. Wow, Elliot laughs. She's got jokes this morning. Guess you can't be feeling too bad then. He still won't look at her. She's buzzing despite the exhaustion. Can he sit still? Was the couch okay? The couch? There's an awkward pause between the two, and they both rush to fill the silence, with Olivia wanting to nudge further, mumbling, Yeah. While Elliot backs down, deflecting from what she's really asking. Yeah, I sleep there all the time. It's fine. It's fine. It's like pulling teeth. He turns towards her, mug in hand. Coffee? She tilts her head, cocking a brow. He has his answer. Shouldn't have asked, I know. He chuckles and places the mug down on the other side of the counter, right in front of her. There you go. Wrapping her hands around it, she lets herself enjoy the warmth for a moment before she takes a slow sip from her mug. Of course his coffee tastes good. It's fancy and real, and she would tease him about how much his standards have risen, except she very badly needs the caffeine, and he could make fun of her the same way. Never had this much grappa in my life, he rasps. Olivia willingly joins his tangent. It's not like she's stellar at getting to the point anyways. If they were, last night would have gone a lot differently. Probably. The cold air wouldn't have been a problem. He could have kept her warm. I've never had it before, and I'll never have it again, she groans. Where do you even get that around here? Elliot shrugs, humming quietly. Got it from a friend. 
Olivia cocks a suspicious brow. A friend? Yes, Liv. He softly laughs. A friend. I'm your friend, she emphasizes, thinking of a year-old Christmas party invite, of how he'd slyly called her his friend then. Not the same, he clarifies. It gives her some ease, heavy on the sum, so she'll let it go, for now. You warm enough last night, he asks. With one blanket in November? It's plenty for me, he smiles again, finally coming to her side of the counter to resume his toast-making. Olivia watches him like a hawk, searching his eyes for memories of last night. The conversations sit fresh on the tip of her tongue, clear as ever in her head. They occupied her exhausted mind as she slept, tried to sleep. She takes another sip of coffee before finally dipping her toe in the water. There's just enough caffeine in her veins to bite the bullet. You feel better? Yeah, he tosses aside. I had a good time. You? Yeah, I think, she answers. He's on the move again, humming as he keeps tidying. You don't remember? Oh, I remember, she corrects. The important parts, I guess. And which parts are that? Suddenly, he's returned to her side, back to buttering the same toast, and Olivia is fidgeting from the need to have him stop and focus. He doesn't. So she says it as easily as he did last night on his patio. When you said you were in love with me. Freezing in place, Elliot holds the knife still, remaining stoic as her brown eyes stare at him. He furrows his brows a second after he knows he's been caught, lightening the air by feigning innocence. I said that? He returns to buttering his toast, like they're merely discussing the weather and not lifelong confessions. Olivia nods once and purses her lips before she takes a long sip from her coffee. It's kind of funny, she says, swallowing. You never say it when you're sober, or not surrounded by your children. If he heard her, he doesn't acknowledge it, choosing instead to keep his head down while he slides over the plate of freshly buttered toast, offering it up to her. Despite the avoidance, Olivia grabs the nearest slice, famished from the lack of food yesterday, and takes a bite, putting it back down on the plate. Almost instantly, in the classic stabler way, he snags the same piece, taking a bite next to hers. You're kind of bad at this, she pokes, mouth still full. She's acting nonchalant. Breakfast is meant for that. Elliot chews at her side, reaching for his mug to wash his bite down. How could I mess up toast? Not the toast, Elle. Their mouths are empty, and the kitchen is quiet as it hangs there. The unsaid, the unspoken. They sit next to each other at the counter, sharing breakfast like it's a regular Sunday morning, her in his clothes, him with a wrinkled shirt. In another life, maybe. Or in a couple months, if they can figure this out. Well, I'm not in love with Wonder Bread, Elliot chides, 
reaching for the toast once more, and he takes a big bite. Mouth full, Elliot holds the slice out to her, and Olivia accepts, leaning forward to take a bite while he still has it in his hands. She looks up at him through her sleepy and wondering eyes, and he instinctively brushes back her morning hair with his free hand, tucking the loose strands behind her ear. If you're so good at it, why don't you say it next time? Olivia hides a smile in her chewing, swallowing down the stomach-settling breakfast. I think you'll say it five more times before I even come close. Put money on it? He finishes off the first slice and reaches for the next, but Olivia grabs his wrist and he lets her steal the first bite from his grasp. Through her chewing, she sighs. I miss the days where we could bet our paperwork. Mm, yeah, he hums. Captain's pile is a lot more official than anything we had back in the day. She nods. I'd help you, though, he offers. If I can. Olivia smiles. Itching to come back to the 1-6? Nah, he drawls. I'd visit, though. I heard their captain snores. What? I do not snore. Elliot simply laughs and continues his pestering. Why'd you think I took the couch? Olivia rolls her eyes in response, smacking his shoulder as he takes another sip of his coffee. You know exactly why. Hmm. He downs his sip. And why's that? Because you're in love with me, she yawns, throwing it out there as easily as their morning greetings. His eyebrows raise and he bites the inside of his lips, pushing them out while he glances at her knowing stare. That so? She's not backing down. Am I wrong? He isn't either. Let me ask you this, Captain. How'd you know I slept on the couch? That gets her. She closes her mouth in response. Elliot continues, reaching forward to check his phone, pretending the conversation is as mundane as the evening news. Seems to me you were a little lonely in that bed of mine, he suggests. Came searching for your partner? How'd I get in the bed? Two can play at this game. Now it's him who's the deer in headlights. A pathetic, hmm? Is all he can muster up. Olivia swirls her mug, clinging onto its warmth. I remember falling asleep on the couch next to you, she counters. So tell me, detective, how'd I end up in your bed with a glass of water at my side? His eyes lock to hers. It's a makeshift standoff. Neither will win nor lose. The conversation is bubbled under this easier one. This one about bread and sleeping arrangements. It's avoidance at its finest, but for them, it's a nudge in the right direction. Maybe. Guess we'll never know, he concedes. She smirks. Guess not. The silence returns, and he's back to checking his phone while she stares ahead, counting down the minutes for that Advil to kick in. Elliot slides the plate over again, nudging it against her elbow. Eat, he urges, still focused on his phone, typing up a quick response to somebody. Olivia accepts his gift, picking up the toast and taking her time to finish it as they continue resting in the silence.
After a few moments, he breaks it. You don't snore, by the way. He clicks his phone off while he says it, eyes back down on his coffee mug, more fascinated by his next sip over making eye contact with her. Olivia knows why. Good to know, she grins, and takes a sip of her own. Sat beside each other, sipping coffee, not saying what they want to say. It's just like old times. What time do you have to head out, he asks. She shrugs. I got time. He smiles. Good. It looks like he's about to say something else. Maybe she'll finally get to hear his confession in daylight. But then the universe snaps them back into place and her cell phone rings from the bedroom. Shoot, I have to... No worries, let me grab it, he offers, hopping out of his seat, probably happy to leave the room. They were getting dangerously close to actually discussing their feelings. Can't let that happen on some random Tuesday just because. It's Finn, he says, holding the screen out to her. She snags it and immediately answers, stepping right into work mode, foregoing buttered toast and coffee mugs. Benson. Elliot watches her, paying attention to her face as she listens. He could look at her all day, watching the way she chews her lip, the way her brows furrow and her mouth parts when she's about to speak. She scratches her forehead with her thumb, nose scrunching. He nearly says it again at the sight. Her in his kitchen, wearing his clothes, looking cozy, looking soft. I gotta go, she sighs. He nods. Duty calls. She softly smiles and he wants to hold on to it forever. They aren't there yet, but if they were, he would reach out for her tuck his fingers in the waistband and hold her close to his chest, wrap his fingers in her hair and breathe her in. He would kiss her, her hair, her forehead, cheek, lips, before she heads out. He'd tell her to be safe, to text him, say, I'll see you later, and mean it. But he stays at the counter, and she's the one to speak. Thank you, she tells him. For what? She shrugs it off, starting to gather up her few belongings, shoving them into her purse as she continues talking. Having me over. Elliot smiles again. He can't help it. Thank you, you know, for stopping by. He should say something. She should say something. And she does, but it's not about what it should be. The toast was good, oh. Next time I'll make something more extravagant, he promises, as he watches her move about, just as he did to her before. She's all packed up now, dress pants shoved inside her purse that she drops on the counter, reaching for her coat that Elliot has somehow snagged. Next time, she asks, as he opens her coat for her, prompting her to turn away from him so he can tug it over her shoulders. Mm. He pats her bicep when it's on pulling her against his chest and leaning in to repeat in her ear. Next time. In a deep tone. She's glad her back is to him to block the rosy pink hue from being spotted across her cheeks. She won't give him the satisfaction. Not yet. She snags her purse off the counter to distract herself, turning to face him. Okay, she hums, 
but I'm keeping the sweatpants. He laughs. They're all yours, Benson. Their time together is ending, a peaceful morning after a jovial evening, a moment frozen in a time surrounded with chaos. Neither can remember laughing that much, nor a time when they felt so relaxed. Walk you out, he offers, already planning to follow her out the patio doors, even if she says no. She doesn't. They walk slowly, prolonging their last minute together before she is back to Captain, and he is back to her friend, Elliot. The chairs are left pulled out where they sat last night. Olivia didn't realize how close they'd ended up. She reaches the gate and he pulls it open for her. It's like how it was a year ago, except his chin is free of Eddie and her eyes aren't dripping with concern. Stepping through, she turns back to him, placing a gentle hand on his chest. Take care of yourself, Elliot. And she leans in, placing a delicate kiss on his cheek. He closes his eyes at her nearness and immediately reaches for her hand, keeping it tight to his body. They don't say anything else. Their hands reluctantly part when she slowly walks away, and he's left there at the gate with the ghost of her lips on his cheek. If you like this story, please follow the link to the writer's page and leave some love. Kudos, comments, or subscribe. They'll love hearing from you. Then you can head over to our Patreon page and contribute to Audio Fanfic Podcast. As a member, you are granted early access to one new story per month. That's www.patreon.com slash audiofanficpod. Thank you for listening, and remember, the stories are out there.